Welcome to Adventures in Beer Selling, an interactive store time paired with your beverage of choice. From the beginning of time, there has always been rules when you're riding with someone, when you're road tripping, literally. Um, in Egypt, the day two people got on a chariot, there was distinctive rules that had to be followed, Right? There was a person that was like shooting the arrows and then there was a person that was like holding the reins, right? Or throwing the spears or whatever they were doing. There are always rules when you ride with someone. This is a fact. When I was in college, we had road tripping rules. We had, um, you know, can't do this, no drinking in the car, driver controls the radio. We even had a rule that uh, that Gerilyn couldn't go. That was one of our rules. <laughs> he wasn't allowed on road trips. Why? Because he always broke the rules. Shout out to Gerilyn, though. One thing that I think, even myself, I take for granted is that culturally, these rules can be different. And because... Uh, we grow up in a particular culture and we don't always know what the other groups are doing. Sometimes these were, these rules can be, you know, a little different and things can get misconstrued. So that leads me to talk about a famous road trip with my dear friend and colleague, Hodge. Hodge, uh, will be two years in August. He's since he's passed away. Um, great beer salesman, he covered Central Texas. I covered South Texas for a craft brewery. Now, with that said, it was kind of a, there was a bit of confusion on who controlled specific parts of the state. So North Texas was pretty well defined. But uh, South Texas is a little tricky because Corpus Christi and McAllen, it's a much straighter shot from Austin and San Antonio, which was Hodges territory, than it is from the Houston area, which was my territory and South Texas. So technically, even though I was South Texas, he had quicker access to Corpus Christi and McAllen. So we came up with this plan, and that was we'll both go to South South Texas, deep South Texas. Some people know, uh, shout out to the Lower Rio Grande Valley, another way you'd call it, but you're damn near to Mexico. And what we would do is we would combo that area. We would go, sometimes we would split. I would take Corpus Christi. He would take McAllen. But most of the time, we would just go together. We would knock out as many accounts as we could as possible. We'd set up a bunch of promotions. And we'd basically do what uh, what is called a market blitz of South, deep South Texas, 
And um, they really loved it because we showed them a lot of love. I mean, we would do these promotions and McAllen is such a unique place because it's a small city right near the Mexican border, but it's like everybody knows everybody. So when we were doing a promotion in McAllen, Texas, the whole community of McAllen would be there. Literally, I was in my hotel room watching the news. Hodge knocks on the door. He says, hey, we got to go to the promotion. We're on our way to the promotion. We show up at the promotion. The lady from the news later that night would be at the promotion. No lie. They're like, hey, we heard you guys were doing a firkin. A firkin, um, for those of y'all don't know what a firkin is, it's these little small kegs. And we would just create really cool shit to put in them. So um, I think we did a French toast imperial stout. So the brewers, they... I don't know the, the, all the logistics of it, but you basically tell them what you want. They take the beer as a base and then they put some kind of cool pizzazz ingredients into it. So I think we did a French toast Imperial Stout. I've done some really awesome firkins. Matter of fact, I think I will do a top 10 list of the greatest firkins ever done or that I was a part of because I'm sure there were some that were you know pretty cool. But anyways. So, uh, McAllen was our first stop and then we were going to head over to Corpus Christi. Corpus Christi is also a cool town. Shout out to Corpus Christi, shout out to Padre and all those areas. Um, but McAllen was first. So what was cool about it is that we were going to meet in San Antonio and then drive from San Antonio to McAllen, but Hodge was the driver. And this was awesome because this is a road trip. This is a buddy movie. And what's great is that Hodge and I are very different. He is a or was a skinny, bearded white guy. Think the craft beer kind of quote unquote uh, white guy, big, long beard, jeans and flip flops type of guy. And, you know, um, from East Texas, of all places. And um I am a, you know, black guy from Houston. So culturally very different. Not not too different of upbringing in some aspects. You know, he's from a small town in East Texas. Um, my, my mom is from a small town in Mississippi. So there's a lot of like food and a lot of cultural things that we had in, in common, but uh, very different people. So the road trip. And I forget, maybe about four, five hours we're on the road. And um, it really gave us a chance to like connect and get to know each other. We were already friends. I was hired on at the brewery before him. He came a little bit later. Um, and, you know, once he came on being a part of the Texas team, um, you know, we connected. And this gave us a chance to really strengthen that relationship. And we had some like super, super deep conversations about spirituality uh, about religion, about politics, sports. I mean, we we literally got to learn about each other in and out. And we also did a bunch of jaw jacking and shit talking. Who's the better salesperson? Why my team is better than his team? All that good stuff. But culturally, he wasn't aware of a very specific road trip rule. And 
I, I, I tend to say it's not his fault, but then I don't know. It just seems like a lot of common sense. So if you think it's common sense, please, I think I think it's kind of common sense, but whatever. So one thing we didn't know is that when we went to McAllen, we did the promotion. We sold a lot of beer. He had brought a cooler to put samples of an IPA that we were pushing. So we filled it full of this IPA and ice. A few session session IPAs in there, a pale ale in there. And he threw it in his back seat. I didn't think nothing of it because, of course, you need a cooler so you can have your sample beers ready to show customers and sample with customers. Well, one thing we both didn't know, even though we had been to South Texas on multiple occasions and we had both been to Mexico before. When you go into Mexico, when when you come back across the Rio Grande, there is a border checkpoint where you meet with Border Patrol. They view uh, your passport back in back in the day. All you needed was like a license. Um, They viewed your license. They viewed your uh, whatever you purchased to make sure you pay the correct taxes or whatever on it. And they let you through. What neither of us knew is between McAllen and Corpus Christi, there is a border checkpoint. Now, it doesn't make sense for there to be one because you've never left the United States. But because I'm sure there is a lot of trafficking of human beings and of uh, narcotics, they set up this border checkpoint. Doesn't mean anything to me because... I don't traffic human beings. I wasn't trafficking any narcotics and I hadn't been to Mexico anyway. So I didn't think I thought nothing of it when I saw us approach this border patrol checkpoint. So it's about four or five cars till we get there. And again, I think nothing of it. But, you know, you get that that feeling that something ain't right. And I peek over to the side. and I look at Hodge's shirt. His shirt is beating so hard. His heart is beating so hard that it's beating through his shirt. Like I can see his shirt moving. And I'm like, you good, man? He's like, man, uh, wow. Uh, damn, I didn't know this was going to happen. I was like, why? We ain't got nothing to worry about. You're a citizen. Yeah, but uh, I got marijuana on me. No, 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 sir. You did not just say that. Where is it? Remember I told you there was a cooler in the back. Under the cooler, there's a backpack. Completely, 100% by accident, the marijuana was in the backpack, and he just threw the cooler on top of the backpack. So, no sweat. One car leaves. I'm concocting in my head. Oh, my gosh, what are we going to do? What is he going to do? Because I don't have nothing on me. But keep in mind, we were just in McAllen. We had made a bet, which I won. And my bet was that we would not count more than 10 black people in McAllen. And we didn't get more than five. So I know damn well what's about to happen. 
we hit this border checkpoint. Scooby-Doo's finna come out. They finna pull that dog out and they're gonna search the car. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bearded white dude and a black guy randomly in McAllen. It just, it ain't gonna, it ain't, it don't look right. So a couple cars go. I'm seeing the beads of sweat on his forehead. I'm like, yeah, this is not going to be good. But I paid no mind. I say, hey, look, it's his problem. We'll see what happens. If they don't bring the dog, we're good. So here comes a Border Patrol guy. Hey, guys, where are you coming from? He's talking to Hodge, not me. No one talk to me. Hodge is like, um, coming from McAllen. Oh, okay. You guys from there? No, no, no. Uh, selling beer. Okay. Do you have any drugs or drug paraphernalia in the vehicle? <laughs> and you know, let me just say something real quick. You know what's funny? You know what's like very different about, about white folks and black folks? Oh, let me just say this about Hodge and me. Maybe, maybe, maybe everybody's not like this. It's so funny to me how he could be, he's totally like in the wrong, right? But his demeanor, I don't know if you want to call it privilege. I don't know if you want to call it just like ignorance. He's just like, yeah, he's not not even phased. Inside, internally, he's wrenching, but outside, I guess he's just like, I know I'm not going to jail. I don't know about the guy with me. (laughs) He didn't even care. Me on the outside, I'm like, oh, man, this is going, we're going down. You know what I'm saying? But he's like, yeah, you you got any drugs, drug permit? No. I'm like, in my mind, I want to look at him and be like, no. (laughs) Okay. But there's a key question that hasn't been asked. And if that question's asked, going down do you mind if we search the car he asked it nah man go ahead yeah have at it i'm like i'm like oh shit that's all i'm thinking of like damn and i'm like if they bring that dog out it's over and i'm just on the inside like oh man it's this is not good. So, of course, they bring the German Shepherd out. And the key was he had a he had a stick in his mouth. So they open up the thing and the dog's sniffing around. Remember, the marijuana is in the backpack with the cooler on top. Now, there's a sliver of the backpack that's visible, but I don't know where... The weed was in the backpack. I just know the cooler was on top of it. So the dog is sniffing around. And they kept saying, find the key, find the key, find the key. And the dog puts his nose right on the bag. And I'm just like, like, I got that side eye, like, looking at the dog, like, shit. You know? I mean, the dog even looked back at me like, is this yours? Like, (laughs) he, he, the dog knew it. He had his nose right on the bag. And they kept saying, find the key, find the key. But he didn't bark. He never dropped the stick out of his mouth. None of that. He just kept his nose on the bag. 
they like, and he didn't ask about what's in the bag. He said, what's in this cooler? And Hodge is like, oh, it's just beer. Y'all got all this beer? And I don't know if this was like genius. I mean, and, and for all intents and purposes, I was doing the right thing up to this point. I should have continued not saying a damn thing because this shit got nothing to do with me in my mind. But I was like, yeah, we're selling this uh, IPA down in McAllen. He's like, what's an IPA? And I'm like, well, it's an overly, it's a, how did I explain it? I um, I don't remember exactly how I explained it. But he asked for clarification because he had no idea probably the first way I explained it. So I said, it's a, it's a, it's like an overly hopped, you know, thing. Like I'm, I'm trying to create a picture in his mind that the smell that the dog is smelling is, is, is hops, not beer. But I didn't say it flat out like that. Cause that's, I mean, come on. But I'm, I said something like it's a, it's a very hoppy uh, style of beer. I said something so he could understand. And uh, he was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. So then he pulls the dog back. He's like, all right, you guys are good. And so we pull off. We get maybe three, four miles down the road. We don't even say, we don't say nothing. Maybe, maybe three miles down the road. Hodge is like, oh my God, man. I was, I was, I, I, I was so nervous. He was sweating like a stock pig, and he was like, "I was so nervous, man. I just, it's crazy." Now, before I tell you what I told him, I believe they knew that there was marijuana in the in the car. I just believe that it was not worth the paperwork. If that makes any sense, the dog put his nose on the bag. I think he was, if he would have dropped the stick, it would have said, okay, this may be something else. So cocaine, uh, methamphetamines, whatever, they're looking for something much deeper than what, whatever dime bag or whatever he had, I don't know what he had in there. So I think for, for them, it was like, eh, who cares? Um, But yeah, he's telling me how nervous he is. And I just told him, I said, let me say something that's going to save your life one day. And he sits up, slows the car down to listen. And I said, don't you ever, 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 never in your life let a black man in your vehicle and you ain't told him what you got in your vehicle. Your life was flashing before your eyes. Because <laughs> I was thinking to myself, what am I going to do with this cat? If we get out of here, I got to do something to him. If we don't get out of here, I got to Takashi him. He's got to go. I got to I got to sell him down the river. You know what I'm saying? I said, don't ever let a black man in your car. You ain't told him that you got drugs on you. Are you crazy? But we made it through the situation. And we went on to Corpus Christi and had even more fun. But. I just wanted to point this out because there are rules to road tripping, especially with black folks. Don't let anybody in your car. You ain't told them that you got drugs in your car. I've had to, I've had to tell this to a couple people, but rest in peace to my boy Hodge. Great adventures. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Talk soon. Cheers. Hey, 
this is the end of this episode. But I wanted to say thank you so much for tuning in to Adventures in Beer Selling. Uh, I think we're one episode away from our first season being complete. If you enjoy this content, please subscribe. Find us anywhere they play podcasts. Follow us on YouTube. And if you're feeling really generous, go to ko-fi.com backslash Adventures in Beer Selling. We really appreciate it. Heed them road trip rules and cheers. Talk soon.